0: Today on The Breakdown, sometimes when you play poker, first place is like a nice amount of money. You know, it's uh, you're in a tournament and it's like $1,000 or $10,000, even $30,000. That's great. We always like winning. We like winning money. It's totally worth it. It's worth playing and it's fun to play. But there are people, and I'm talking about guys like Sam Greenwood and Stephen Chidwick, who those pots, those wins, just that's not what they're going for. They're looking for much bigger stuff. And today we have a hand from the PCA 100K Super High Roller, where first place is $1.8 million. And these guys are already in the money. These are two of the best players in the world, two of the best high roller players in the world. And they play a hand that, well, I'll be honest, I'm a little confused about. And I'm excited that we're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: You going for the old uh, world record longest fucking opening of all time? That was a good opening. Come on. I mean it was I nailed fine. That. I nailed that. I don't opening. think we need a 52 second opening, Jonathan. Um, all my openings are long. They're not 52 seconds is an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it good or was it bad? I think it was average. So, what's the problem? The length. <laughs> <laughs> so was that not clear?
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get what you were saying there. I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna just going to, you know, Follow my, follow my bird wherever it takes me. All right. My bird said to talk that long, so I did.
1: I think 20-second openings are ideal.
0: Well, you can do them then because I'm just going to do what I do. I'm going to feel the, the, the wind beneath my wings and fly wherever I go, you know? Okay.
1: That's it, man. The current takes me where I'll the current takes then. me. I'll, I'll do them then. Yeah, you can do them. I'll spare. I don't care. I'll spare the listeners. I feel bad, though, that they're going to miss out on... That. I am sorry for what my co-host has unfortunately decided to do today. I mean, that was a good opening, dude. That was solid.
0: That solid. Was a strong opening. That was one of the better openings. I disagree. That was a above-average opening. Average. I disagree. Average. I feel like when you say average, you
1: mean above-average. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I mean. <laughs> <No. laughs> above-average is these guys who are playing this poker tournament. They're very good. Yeah. Steven Chidwick, number three GPI player, as of recently at least. Mm-hmm. Might have gone down. I don't know. Might have gone up. Sam Greenwood wins all sorts of big stuff recently. Sam Green was an interesting case in that he has been around for a long time playing poker, playing at a high level. But he didn't become a super high roller when the super high rollers became a thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Three or four years ago when they became a thing, it took him two or three years before he burst onto the super high roller scene and started winning the things.
0: Agreed. I mean, he, by the way, Chidwick is still number three. Uh, Greenwood is really just hitting hard right now. It feels like we are like in the 12 months or that we're in the Greenwood era now. Like it feels like every year or two, there's a guy who like dominates that period of time. We just, just got out of the Bonomo era. Well, it like rem- that domination was stronger than Greenwood's domination. Of course, so yeah. far. But now it feels like we're moving into the Greenwood area where he's been winning these super high rollers. He's finishing second if he isn't winning a lot. He's just showing up and seems to be the dominant force if there is one um, at, these, at these tables. Now, it may just, of course, be a run of luck. Sometimes that's what's it's going all, on.
1: It's always variance. But, but we
0: know. saw, like, Federer Holtz do this. We yeah. saw Dan Coleman do this. As I mentioned, we saw Bonomo do this. We've seen other people do saw this. A
1: little bit of Olshemeyen do that back in the day. We did.
0: That's right. That's right. So there's, there's guys... Um,
1: who do this, this thing. <laughs> yeah, and That's Greenwood's all. the guy right now. Chidwick might be the next guy. Maybe he is. Because Chidwick just had a deep run in the Super High Roller Bowl, and we are, of course, in the money in this 100K here, and he's still in there. So I got a nominee for the next guy who's going to go on a After big Chidwick? Or? Yeah, no, no, uh, no after... <laughs> instead uh, of
0: Chidwick. Instead of Chidwick, Okay, yeah. I think David Peters. I feel like David Peters has always been kind of low-level doing it. This is what I'm saying, but then he's going he's gonna to start to run good, and now he's just going to run over everyone for like a year and a half.
1: David Peters is a good choice. How about yeah. Adrian Mateos? Does he play
0: all the really big events?
1: I'm not sure I if he does. I don't know if he that's, doesn't.
0: That's the only question I would have yeah. about that. Otherwise, that's certainly a good, a good one. Well. How about Ike Haxton?
1: Nah. 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 He does
0: things that I often don't like, so yeah. I'm, I'm worried that maybe he's way ahead. It's possible he's as, as, uh, as... I don't remember the character's name anymore on Community would say, Streets Ahead. Streets ahead. The Chevy Chase character. Say streets ahead. Maybe streets ahead. (laughs) Maybe. I like poker streets ahead, just normal streets ahead. Anyway, let's move on. All right. So, yeah, so these guys are good, and uh, Sam Greenwood's living the dream right now. You know, there's a similar
1: thing that happens to this super high roller thing where, you know, there's one guy who seems to be the, the focus of the attention, a lot of poker news articles about him. Sam Greenwood being the current guy, Bonomo being the last guy. There's a similar thing that happens with Poker Guy's Twitter suggestors. Yeah. And the guy right now is Ben Page. Ben Page, Ben Page is the man right now. It's the Ben Page era. It's the Ben Page era. Now, the eras have different levels of strength, right? Of course. Shemian's era was not as strong as Coleman's era, which was not as strong as Holtz's era, which is not as strong as Bonomo's era, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Where does Ben Page rank in the firmament if we're going to compare him to one of those eras versus, say, something like Brian with well, a Y? He's nowhere near. I mean, that's, it's, not, it's not even close. Brian with a Y is the, is the Bonamo era? Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: The greatest run ever. Yeah. <laughs> one right? of
1: the finest runs of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Truly. Yeah. Um, ben Page, I mean, no ben, offense, you're a hack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. He's
0: at he's a least Shemian. Yeah, no, no. He can be Shemian. Congratulations, you're Shemian. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the Shemian slash Greenwood right now. Here's what I want to say about this. 52 seconds is my opening. I was, you know, I was teasing the whole thing. I'm bringing people in. I'm trying to make it exciting for new listeners. This is a part that is very particular. How many people are enjoying this part and how much time are we spending Ben Page is enjoying it that's, enjoying yes, and that's what yes. I care about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, some of the all, maybe some of the other Hall of Famers are enjoying it, but I think yeah. a lot of the audience has already skipped past this yeah. part at this point. You that's know? good. Just pointing it out. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. All right, well, nice job, Ben Page. Hey, if you want to see, make a suggestion for the breakdown, of course, send it to us on Twitter. Include a YouTube link and a timestamp, as Ben Page always does. That's why it's the era of Ben Page. Well, one of the reasons. Right. Also because he suggests so many good
1: hands. It was also suggested by another guy. I guess it must have been like a platinum pass winner to be in the same category mm-hmm. as Ben Page. Um, J-Man Rotters. Well, you know how poker works. Anyone can sit down at the table if yeah. you got the money. So J-Man did
0: it. Nice job, J-Man. This is I a mean, good hand.
1: It's a good, it's it's a good start, hand to talk about for the, the breakdown. start to your anyway. career, J-Man. Yeah. There's one particular decision that's very interesting that we haven't seen before that we're going to have to talk about at least a little bit because it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure. there's ultimately, there's quite a few interesting decisions in this hand. Uh, this hand, which is with eight remaining in the 100K Super High Roller Bowl, not a Super High Roller Bowl, Super High Roller PCA. Mm-hmm. I imagine the money jump, we don't know the exact money jumps. It doesn't really matter right now, right? Because we know for sure that the big money's on top. Yeah. The jumps are not going to be that meaningful to the players. They just passed the bubble so people are going to loosen up a bit.
0: I mean, I actually have the money okay. Right here, so I'll just say everyone's locked up $237,000. The next jump is to 302,000 and then it's 37945 all the way up to first place being 1.8 million.
1: So it's kind of a license to be pretty loose
0: and, Yeah, and they, like, these guys are all all the all these guys are all pros and they're all going for the big money up top. Right. They're not trying to they're not
1: trying to ladder up or anything. Right. That's for sure. All right. Let's get to the hand. Okay. Stephen Chidwick, a.k.a. the Grim Reaper. He's mm. under the gun. He, I call him the Slim Reaper. That's pretty good. Yeah, I just made that he's up. He's pretty skinny. But the Grim Reaper is inherently skinny because he's a skeleton. That's
0: fine, but the Slim Reaper is like a play on the Grim Reaper instead of just saying something that is the name of somebody. Oh, the Slim
1: Reaper is probably like, like the clever. next iteration of Eminem's nickname. Oh, that's kind of good, too, actually. Yeah. We're just killing it today. Yeah, he's he's gonna have to pay us for that when he uses that.
0: I mean, we should write to him right now. He's We're a little, inevitably going to use that. Put a little C around that, a little C with a circle around it, and hope that he thinks we've actually copyrighted it'll it
1: work. Something. It'll work way better than when Snoop Dogg tried to become Snoop Lion. Nobody really. Oh, nobody God. really went with that. That happened, huh? Yeah, uh, this is a mistake. The only person who's successfully done that is is Puff Daddy. Like he's Puff Daddy and P Diddy both caught on.
0: Uh, I can think of at least one other person who completely pulled that off. Okay. Who? Lil Bow Wow. And now he's... Giant, bow Wow. Giant Bow Wow. <laughs> now he's Bow Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, totally pulled it off. <laughs> all right. Prince did it, of course. Well, the artist formerly known as Prince and yeah. Prince. Yeah.
0: Come on. That's pretty good.
1: I guess. We all call him the artist. Yeah. We didn't know what else to do with that symbol.
0: Yeah. Pretty great.
1: All right. Let's go. All right. So Chidwick has one million chips. The blinds are 15K, 30K, so he's got just like 33 blinds, 33 and a half blinds. Mm. Ace, jack, offsuit, under the gun. Ace of spades, jack of hearts. He's going to open it to 65K. Okay. Eight-handed. Fine. Seems normal. Yeah. You could
0: fold if you really want to, but it's fine.
1: It's not really a fun hand to have under the gun. You don't no. really
0: love it. You really could fold, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Folds to Greenwood in the big blind. Greenwood has 1.6 million, so he's got over 50 bigs. Mm -hmm. He has ace six of hearts, and he does the mandatory defend there. Yep. No reason ever to three bet in this situation.
0: Don't like three betting at
1: all. Like calling. I don't like it either. What I do like is... What is that? It's a high-pitched sort of sound. I... Is it like a melody of some sort? Oh, the nitrogen sports train, which might sound like it's malfunctioning, but it's never <laughs> malfunctioning because it's always a
0: rolling on the rails.
1: That's the nitrogen sports poker train, of course. And if you want to get on that train, whether it be in the first class car, or the back of the train, the caboose, where you are the foot, uh, that's you got to use a link in the description. Yeah, the use podcast. the link
0: in the description of this podcast. You use that link when you sign up at Nitrogen, and what you get, of course, is access to special Poker Guys events, including our monthly tournament, which we have at the end of every month. They guarantee 1,000 buy-ins. We get like 80 people. It's also super cheap. It's a tenth of a millibit, which, by the way, equates to like 40 cents, give or take, depending on the day. It's a great deal, massive overlay. You got to get in there. You know, it's super sweet. Also, you can play other poker games. You can sports bet. You can casino gamble. It's awesome.
1: It's awesome. It's all housed on your browser. You don't have to download anything. You don't have to let your voice crack when you're doing an ad. (laughs) What was that? That Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Okay. You know, sometimes things happen. I think Uh, I'm going to stop saying it's awesome. I'm going to start saying it's
0: slossome. Like, Like what you'd say about like a coleslaw. You know, like that you really like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. I'm gonna just start saying that about everything. It's awesome. How, how did we start associating a train with nitrogen? By the way, we just—I said one time It's the nitrogen sports poker train coming on down the track? I don't know. We just said just, that, and now here stuck, we are. Just stuck in. I'm pretty
0: sure I just threw that out there once. And
1: now your face is superimposed on a train for our poker time ads. It's
0: amazing how things happen in life. You don't mean to, and then suddenly you're married with six kids, and you're living in Thailand. Who's
1: who's doing that? I, I mean, some people are in a past life, maybe. A past life, sure. Okay. So in Stephen Chidwick's past life, he had ace-jack. And in this life, he also has ace-jack. Okay. Ace-jack off. And Greenwood has ace-six of hearts in this life, not in his past life. Good. Pot's 175K. Okay. Heading to the flop. King of diamonds, eight of hearts, seven of spades. Nothing for nobody. Right. I mean, Greenwood has two backdoors that are both relatively... Like, the straight draw is weak. The flush draw is the nut flush draw backdoor, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And Chidwick just has a backdoor Broadway draw. Greenwood checks... Chidwick's going to bet. Sure. Makes sense. It's his board. He bets 60K. Greenwood calls. First curious decision. Why is Greenwood calling? Just because he has two back doors, you think? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, honestly. He does have ace high, and he thinks
0: sometimes it's good, although Chidwick opened under the gun. So we're beating, like,
1: Queen Jack,
0: Queen 10 suited. Maybe just Queen Jack suited. It's possible Chidwick isn't even opening Queen Jack off. I don't know. Yeah. Um. It's hard to come up with that many things we're really beating. Jack 10 suited. I don't know if he's opening other suited connectors under the gun right now or not. It's possible.
1: He's only got 33 blinds, though. He might, he might, be, might not be. He might be opening, like, even eight, nine, seven, he eight He might suited. be. suited. Who knows? He might be. But, of um, course, 7, 8, and 8, 9 suited both beat greenwood yeah, right now. there's
0: so little we're beating, and being out of position. If we're in position, I completely get why we'd float this um, with the two back doors yeah. and the ace high. Out of position, it feels like it's just a fold to me. Am is I it, crazy? Is it because of the sizing? It's about a third of the pot? Maybe, maybe he just feels like he's calling with so many hands that uh, pre-flop and that he's going to be folding so many of them on this flop that Ace six suited is just in the group that he has to defend with for one str- on the flop. Anyway, maybe that's part of
1: it. He does have two back doors.
0: Yeah. Like ace high and two back doors is like, it's just the best of the trash. So he's got to defend because otherwise he's folding way too much. It's got to be that.
1: I got to believe if there wasn't a heart on the board, he would fold. I, I believe that too. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's, All right, what, that's fine. That's what happens. I can live with that. The turn is where things get a little dicier. Pot's yeah. 295K. We're getting to that decision that I mentioned in the teaser, the
0: Svelte teaser, in only 52 seconds. Uh, we got all that out somehow. Yeah. Where I said, I don't really understand why it went the way it did. This We're
1: getting to it right now. It's on this street. I actually think the same about both this street and the future street. Oh, cool. All right. All right, so... The turn is the deuce of hearts, so Greenwood does pick up the nut flush draw. Sure. Greenwood checks. Right. Chidwick bets, but he bets a big 300K into 295. Leaving him like 600, right? 595, yeah. He's got 595 back.
0: After the, yeah, after yeah. the bet. Okay. So, so, he's, so now he's got a
1: pot-sized bet back.
0: Okay. Yeah. Even less, I guess, from Greenwood's point of view, right? Because if Greenwood were to, like, raise all in here.
1: All right, so at this point, Chidwick is saying, I have a king or better. Yeah. Right. He's saying, like, I have ace-king. I'm
0: charging you to draw your straight draw or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, okay, that's fine. That's a fine story. What is Greenwood's range constituted of when he calls in the flop? We know it counts ace high with two back doors in there. So, I mean, the best one pair hand he has is king-queen, right? Yeah, he's probably just trying to get it in with ace-king.
0: I got it with 33 blinds against yeah. under the gun, sure. Um, but king queen he totally has here. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got, got a bunch of other kings.
1: He's got a, all the two pair combos.
0: All the two pair combos that literally
1: he, every two pair combo. He's going to
0: check raise a lot. Oh,
1: pre flop he has them all.
0: Oh yeah, pre flop sure. But yeah. the, that gets here this way. He has
1: some, I guess, but he's going to check raise those a lot on the flop. He's going right? to check raise them a decent amount, but it is a pretty dry board. He can check call it more than a lot of times. I mean, it's uh, eight seven eight seven king. Yeah. I guess it is relatively dry. Yeah. Especially considering the undergun, under the gun nature of Chidwick's
0: range. The thing is, you know, Chidwick could have hands that really want to, are happy to go with it, but it's reasonable to check all with with like eight sevens. It is, especially
1: like if Chidwick has sized like this in the past and you're like, oh, I can get it all in without yes. check raising.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point.
1: I mean, when, when Chidwick
0: sizes this way, it's like, oh, he's shoving a lot of rivers now, right? He's right. setting up so it's an easy shove on the river.
1: But Greenwood also, of course, has a lot of one pair eights, one pair sevens, yes. gut shots, and open-enders in his range. And most and of those are going to have to fold. Yeah, this bet is designed to fold those out. You would think that it would also fold out this hand, a six of hearts that picked up the nut flush draw, which is nice. Yeah. But there's only one card to come, and it's more than a pot size bet. Let's just call it a pot size bet because sure. it's about a pot size okay. bet. Okay. And Greenwood decides to call. He does not decide to shove. He does not decide to fold. He decides to call, which would be the last thing that I would do. Yeah, it's confounding to me. So break it down for me, love you. Why'd he do it? I know you're confounded doing well, it. Well, let's
0: anyway. talk about why, he, why I wouldn't do it. Let's start there and then see if we can figure out why Sam Greenwood did do it. Okay. So I wouldn't do it because, as all the reasons you just said, actually, right? We got one card to come, meaning we make our nut flush about 20% of the time.
1: Assuming that Chidwick doesn't block any hearts, of course. Of course. Yeah. But, you
0: know, but we're blind to all that. Right. So we're going to call it 20% of the time. I think Chidwick actually does have the jack of hearts in his hand. But whatever. We can't know that. Yeah. Um, we also would think, as Greenwood, once in a while our ace is good if we hit it. So whatever. But we're around 20%. We're not thrilled about hitting the ace and, and no. seeing a giant shove on the river. Of course not. but like, But it might be good sometimes. Yeah. Because then, if, yeah, it's, it's not an ideal spot, but whatever. Um, so we're only going to get there like 20% of the time, but the pot is only giving us two to one, meaning we would need to get there 33% of the time for this just to be a break-even call. We'd have to believe that we can hit the heart and get paid on the river yes. and get fully paid, meaning Chidwick's going to have to sh- get it all in with us on the river for this to be worth the call right now. It feels like we could only get paid if Chidwick's bluffing or he has Queen Jack or Jack 10 of hearts. Or maybe maybe just two o maybe just two hearts is fine considering he's gonna have less than a pot size bet when we call.
1: What I'm saying is Chidwick's under the gun.
0: Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, okay, that's a really good point. Maybe he can have Queen Ten of Hearts, but fine. Maybe but the point is he's gonna have like we can get really lucky and then cooler him like that. Cool. I just don't understand why we would check call out of position with this hand, which it feels like we're gonna miss way too often for us to, for this to be a profitable play, right? Right. Wouldn't what are it, we going to do on any non-hard river that isn't an ace, especially? Wouldn't it be so much
1: better just to check shove?
0: Yes. Like, I mean, that's what I would do. I yeah. would either check shove or check fold, and I can't really imagine check folding in this spot. I'd probably check shove because he only has so many... Blo- like we, he, he, He's short enough that it's okay. You know what I mean? If, some, if he calls you, then and you we lose. we have
1: to believe we have fold equity, but clearly yes. against Chidwick, we do have full equity against uh, equity against some of the range because as we see, he just has Ace Jack high here.
0: I mean, honestly, if Chidwick has King Jack suited and decides to bet the turn, what he probably wouldn't bet this big. If he bets this big, he's probably calling it off. Yeah, he probably is. Actually, you're right. So we're not going to really be able to fold out value. So maybe that's what it's about. Yeah, but then why are we calling? I mean, shouldn't we be folding? That's- I think. I think we should be folding. Now, I understand that he called the, the flop and he improved. So maybe he's like, well, I have to call with some things. But I don't see how this can be one of the things. How about keep calling with two pair
1: or keep calling with king, king ten or how something? How about, yeah,
0: all your kings you can yeah. call with. That's fine. Or even one other one pair hands. You can call with an eight sometimes. No problem. Call with stuff like that. Um, call with the, uh, the jack ten of hearts, which picked up hearts on the turn as well. As, so now you've got a combo draw. That's a better call than... Than this, I think, you have more outs. Now it's not great either, but at least two to one you can live with with that.
1: Right. Greenwood might argue that Showdown value, right? Showdown value, but it doesn't really feel like there's much showdown value because of because Chidwick's under the gun. Like most of his bluffs are ace high.
0: Right. And look, I mean Chidwick is bluffing and has the best hand. Yeah. Like kind of a disaster. Like a
1: complete disaster. It just feels like the math doesn't add up at all to make this call It's possible that there's some sort of revolutionary new poker math that's reserved for the super high rollers that we're not aware of that like <laughs> Greenwood is aware of, you know. Okay, let's think of let's see if we can come up with some other ways that this could work. Right, I'm just thinking like just quickly. Like 5 years ago I wasn't considering the idea of minimum defense frequency. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of a revolutionary poker math concept, right? Sure. And then Ed Miller wrote that book and it became a bit more ubiquitous. Well, actually, Ed Miller wrote
0: something slightly different, but it's the same idea, yeah. But
1: that's kind of what led to minimum defense frequency, right?
0: I don't think that's true, but still, I understand. Ed Miller, by the way, wrote the 1%, Poker's 1%, and that's talking about, uh, like, defending with the right percentage of your range and not folding too much of it or calling too much of it or whatever, yeah. Uh, Minimum minimum defense frequency actually is a different number than the number that you derive from Ed Miller's thing. It
1: is a different number. But they are certainly born of the
0: same, like parental
1: whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same sure. concept, which is like you Give have to take. call with certain parts of your range that you would almost never call with is part of what the conclusion is because it actually makes sense mathematically.
0: Yeah. And, and why don't I just, for people who don't know what these things are, don't know as much about it. So the difference between like making a range-based call based on like the Re- Ed Miller stuff anyway is um, Ed Miller's talking about Making decisions so that way you can't be exploited. Mm-hmm. Minimum de- defense frequency is making it so your po- your opponent can't exploit you. And even though those sound like the same thing, mm-hmm. they're actually different because when your opponent bluffs, they're giving themselves a price. Right. Right. So you want to defend enough so that way they can't automatically make money. Right. As opposed to when when um, we're deciding what we want to do, so it's from our point of view instead of our opponent's point of view. It's more the Ed Miller range base. Yeah. So it's, so the numbers are actually are different, which is weird but true.
1: Right. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So, point being, that's, that's a type of math that, like, 10 years ago, nobody was thinking about. Not many people, for sure. Right. So, maybe there's something there that we just don't know and don't see that Greenwood mm-hmm. sees, because he's at the highest right. level, right? Because other than that, all of the things that you have said and I have said make sense to me, and the math doesn't add up for a call.
0: Here's, here's what I'm thinking, which maybe makes it a little easier for Greenwood, if possible. Maybe he knows enough about Chidwick to know that Chidwick is the kind of guy... Chidwick's going to know if a heart comes that uh, he's the guy who has hearts way more often than Greenwood, right? Right, because Greenwood's not supposed to call with hearts on the turn. Or and not even really on the flop very often, right? Like, he's not going to call, even with two back doors, you, he could you have King, He could have King X of hearts. Yeah, either, sure. either of them could have King X or 7X of hearts. Of course, but Chidwick can have all the hearts, right? He can yeah. bluff the flop, and now he, now he semi-bluffs the turn. Like, it's much more easier for Chidwick to have all combinations of hearts than Greenwood, except that Chidwick is under the gun. That's the only way it hurts him. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think Chidwick probably has more hearts, maybe significantly more hearts, especially with the turn call. Mm-hmm. So then Greenwood thinks he can make this call so that way Chidwick can't... Like, Chidwick's going to shove a lot on the river because he's going to be like, well, you don't have hearts and I do. This is only if Chidwick's bluffing, of course. Chidwick actually has something he's never going to shove, right? And that's problematic. Right. If, like if heart- Chidwick has king-queen and a heart comes, he's Chidwick's never going to check it back. Yeah. Of course. If he's, got ace, if he's got two jacks and decided to bet the turn because he's Chidwick and he's so smart and he understands everything, let's say, and it's right. Yeah. He's never going to bet again.
1: If he right? has two aces, he's never going to bet again.
0: Right. When a heart comes, he's almost certainly going to, almost certainly, go, or even if he bets, he's not going to bet all in. He right. might bet tiny, trying to get, like, trying to squeeze a tiny bit of value. And if Sam had gotten there and Sam check raises all in, he's going to fold, right? Yeah. I just, so I don't understand. It just feels
1: like a bad how this decision. this is supposed
0: to work. It must be that Sam is trying to protect his calling range in these spots. And like, one of the things that betting this much does for Chidwick is she was like, well, you can't be drawing so we can eliminate certain hands. And Sam's like, I can't let these, I can't play. So face up against these guys, even if I'm not giving myself the right price, I'm going to take a hit here to not play. So once in a while to take a hit for the deception that I get from this. And then they don't know what I'm doing and they don't understand what the hell's going on. And maybe that's worth it. Maybe like these guys are so good at everything. and so technically perfect. one of the ways to to combat that is actually not to play technically perfect and and in ways that they can't predict. So then they think I'm playing technically perfect or as close to it as I can get, and I'm trying, and they can't understand when I'm not, and it screws them up. Maybe, Uh, I mean, that all doesn't really sound very compelling to me as a reason, honestly. It doesn't, but it's... it's the best I can do.
1: It's not a bad idea. You know, you want to screw with
0: the dials when you're up against good players, right? Right. Um, Who think think they understand what you're doing. You want to do things that they don't predict. Still... This seems like a bad time to do it anyway. (laughs) Unless we're getting to the minimum defense frequency stuff and all that stuff where you're like, well, you bet pot. I mean, I'm getting two to one. I'm supposed to defend with like 67%
1: of my range here. This is not in the 67%.
0: Um, That gets here on the turn. Maybe in terms of equity, it is. Against what? Against Chidwick's overall range. Yeah, maybe. That must be what it is. No, but Greenwood
1: has every king in the deck. He's
0: got all the kings. So that can't be true. Yeah. Well, let's see. Greenwood's going to fold what? He's going to fold his some of his gut shots that he decided not to raise on the flop. He's going to fold his sevens. Yeah. And probably his eights. Too. He's going to fold. Well, he's probably not going to fold all his eights. Yeah, but fold some, of, some of his eights and keep some of his eights is my guess. He's going to fold his tiny pocket pairs, which may be he held on with once yeah. because Chibwick's always see betting that flop. Um, and that's it. And then. I don't know. I still don't understand why you want to just check shove this or check fold this. I still can't really get there based on the sizing. Like, we're doing, I'm doing so much work, so many like, you know, triple sow cows over here to try and get that maybe it's okay that Sam Greenwood did this because he's Sam Greenwood. But like, if you, 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 if this was on the Heartland Poker Tour, we'd be destroying this guy. Of course. Destroying him and explaining why it's so obviously terrible, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't, that's as far as I can go, is he's messing with the dials. I don't he's, even got anything He's else. getting
1: two to one, and it's four to one to get there. How can it be good? Ace high is good once in a while against Chidwick. So rarely, But seems. then he's got he's to actually realize that value. Like he's Chidwick's got to check got, call, because if Ace high is good against Chidwick, Chidwick's going to shove the river a lot. A lot. And, and you're going to have gonna, to just call with Ace call, six high? I can't
0: believe he's going to do that.
1: No. That seems impossible. That's not the reason. So it can't be that. No. So Ace high
0: being good is not, is not, has no value to us. unless Chidwick's going to give up a fair amount on the river, which I doubt it, but maybe. But I doubt it.
1: Maybe maybe when Screamwood calls this, it's like, oh, I guess he has yeah. a king at least, and now, he's not going to fold. Know. Actually,
0: Chidwick. Once once Greenwood calls three hundred K, actually, Chidwick probably should be giving up a lot on the river, right? Yeah. So maybe there, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe maybe Sam's like he's going to give up on the river anyway. So he, so I get to beat all his bluffs because he won't have any. And if the heart comes, he will bluff it because that's the one thing he can still bluff if he's bluffing. You know, the, yeah. If he's bluffing, he's going to give up, and I'm going to beat all the bluffs. And if we if I get there, he's probably going to bluff it because that's his way out. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Still, that's—I mean—you need everything to go right to just get to get just barely enough to make the call okay. Like you need to get all of Chidwick's chips for this call to be okay every time. That's so hard to do. That's like impossible to do. Yeah. So you're going to need to know that Chidwick's going to check back all his bluffs on the river,
1: but and even have, then, he needs to have enough bluffs. He doesn't. Well, he, not just enough bluffs. Enough bluffs that Greenwood's beating. Yeah. Look at right. this. Chidwick has a bluff, and Greenwood's behind. Mm. You're telling me Jidwick's not going to do this with Ace-Jack, Ace-Queen, Ace Ace-10, Ace-9? Ace 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 I mean, if he's doing these with Ace-Jack, he's
0: doing with all of them, right? Yeah.
1: And he has, like, at least down to Ace-10, he probably has all of the combos and then Ace-9 suited. So that's really problematic.
0: That is super problem. He checks it back and you just lose. Yeah. Ugh. He's going to be sure. Jidwick's going to be sure he's dead. And then Scream is just going to throw his cards in the muck. That's brutal. I mean,
1: if it was possible that we could get on, on AOL and dial it up. And and get on aim and, and ping Sam Greenwood and then chat on aim. Wow, you really? Yeah, really went into the weeds on that yeah, one. <laughs> I did. And and he he had truth serum. Yeah, and he was like happy to tell us about all of his thought process. Of course, it's possible he could tell us something that we'd be like, oh,
0: I, b- I believe that's possible. He's yeah. Sam Greenwood and he's killing it right, right now. So I got to believe it's possible.
1: That said, maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he thought, how deep is Sam Greenwood? Sam Greenwood is 1.6 million to start, and Chidwick was about a million to start. Okay, so if Chidwick Chidwick had him covered or close, maybe this call is okay. Eh, Why? Even then,
0: it's questionable, right?
1: I mean, you have to expect some very serious implied odds for really no reason. And yeah, after after you call a pot size bet on the turn, how
0: are you supposed to get paid? He's going to check back all his all his reasonable hands on the river. Forget about the bluffs. All his one pair of hands is just going to check back every time the flush comes in, right? Yeah. And he may check, and he may check back all the... You're, he's not going to bluff rivers, I don't think, very often when you call pot size on the turn. Which is bad when we can't really beat a bluff very often. So I guess a little bit we can, but not that much. This I, is
1: problematic. I hate this. For, I want to like it, no, it just, but I can't find a way to like it. I, okay, so I, I think we have to lay the hammer down and say our analysis right now says this is a bad call. Yeah. There's, there's certainly something that we might not understand about this that Greenwood does understand. That's a big possibility. Yeah, we're open to that for sure. But I, from, from what we know right now, seems really bad. Joe Stapleton, when he was doing the commentary, before Sam
0: Greenwood calls, says, I think it's a call for Sam. And I remember watching and thinking, well, it's clearly, once again, Joe's wrong. And then Sam called, and I, my, my head basically fell off my body.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's enough evidence to show that Joe Stapleton doesn't really know what he's talking about, yeah. though. Okay. Um, sorry,
0: Joe. We love yeah. you, but like we're talking about the high level poker stuff. Feels like you're sort of making it up as you go a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know that, Joe. It's okay. You're a comedian. You're a wonderful comedian. Um, you're funny. We love you. So, uh, okay. So we we can't defend this. No, we can't find a defense to this. Okay. Chidwick, by the way, must be like ugh when he gets called here. As it turns out, he's got the best hand. But you know, Sam Greenwood has. Not very many outs. He's got a six, and he's got hearts. And Chidwick has a heart in his hand. It's just as bad for Greenwood right now as if Chidwick had king queen. It's just as bad. Right, right. It's the eleven yeah. outs. It's the yeah. same. It's not the same eleven outs, yeah. but it's eleven outs. Yeah, that's right. See, that's brutal. Yeah.
1: This is
0: yeah. Maybe Sam just thinks Chidwick would never bet ace high on the turn. Maybe he thinks like since he's, he can't be betting a flush draw, the ace high flush draw. Um, and he thinks Chidwick's just checking back ace high all the time here. So that means ace high is is fine to call with because now it's like he doesn't have ace nine. He doesn't have ace queen. He's wrong. Yeah, but you're making such that.
1: an extreme assumption to make this call. I mean, if
0: you play with Chidwick enough, maybe. but obviously he's wrong. So I guess I can't really make that argument of like, he must know him, right? Is this call wrong. even
1: okay against a polarized range that doesn't include ace high? It might not even be okay against that. It might not be. It might not be. I mean... What do we think the minimum... What's the
0: minimum of what Chidwick's repping here for value? King-Queen? The absolute minimum. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think he'd bet King-Jack suited for 300K. So let's
1: talk about his value real quick. Okay. Not, not semi-bluff, just value. No um, problem. This is easy. What about... Well, okay. Sorry, I said that. Now I'm going to say this. What about hands like King-10 of hearts? Do you think he would do that with that hand? I don't know
0: why he would feel the need to bet full pot with king, king right. of hearts. Okay,
1: so let's say king-queen then is yeah. the minimum for value. King-queen, we got ace-king, ace, then we got... Maybe we have seven-eight suited, but we're not sure. Yeah, maybe. We definitely have sets of seven, sets of eight, Course. sets of kings, and pocket aces. Yep. And that's it. Yep. But that's a significant amount of combos. Sure. And then the bluffs are, I guess, just everything else. I mean, here's the thing. If
0: Chupik is bluffing the turn with ace-jack off, maybe he has a
1: kajillion bluffs all the time. But he's under the gun. Greenwood's I not know. even beating a lot of them. I know. I know. I'm just... It's, it would be It a must little... be that
0: Greenwood thinks he's got all the suited connector bluffs, all the, like, a lot of weird stuff in there. He just has to think that, right? It would be like a slightly queen nine suited and stuff.
1: It would be a slightly different story if Greenwood had ace-queen of hearts. You know, at least he beats a lot of the ace-high bluffs. Yeah, then. yeah,
0: yeah. Then, he be, then he's the nut-no pair yeah. along with the... That feels... Still, Yeah, I don't like a call. Even with the ace queen of hearts, because I feel like we're going to we're going to get outplayed on the river a million times out of a million, right? We're going to check call. I don't know. I don't. I don't like any of it. Um, so I still like a check shove personally with the yeah. ace queen of hearts here. Um, make it look like you flop two pair or you turn two pair or something like whatever. But I just don't even. I don't even. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, Sam Greenwood calls.
1: Hey, the river's the queen of hearts. Sam Greenwood gets there. He's a genius. Yeah, but now he's got to get paid, so good luck. How do you get paid now, buddy? Well, Greenwood
0: checks. That's a start. That is a start to getting paid. It's hard to get paid otherwise. I guess if you put... Chidwick is going to bet for value all his reasonable hands here, right? When we check. I mean, reasonable being like good hands. Like if he has pocket aces, if he has king-queen, he's obviously betting for value. Yeah. I think he's probably betting aces for value too, though, right? Greenwood doesn't have that much king-queen in his range. You probably want to try and get value.
1: I guess, but yeah. Okay. It's close. It's close. Well, 895K in the pot. Chidwick is going to go for the bluff. Yeah. He bets 590 of his 595K. Right. So should we talk about this? Should, Let's should, talk about should, it. Should Chidwick be bluffing here? Oh. Um, well,
0: honestly, after Greenwood calls the pot size bet on the turn, this is one of the few cards he should be bluffing, I think.
1: Because Chidwick is supposed to be the only guy who can have hearts unless Greenwood has king X or seven X of hearts. Yeah, there's not there's not that many versions of hearts
0: that he can have. And Chidwick does have the jack of hearts in his hand, so he blocks it a little bit, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah, he's the guy who has hearts so much more of the time, I would think.
1: Right, and if Greenwood was holding on with an eight, he's probably going to fold on this. He has to. If he has, like, king ten, he's probably going to fold. I think
0: he's probably going to fold.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. You know you're not folding out king, queen. You understand that. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, but if Greenwood has King Jack, he's probably going to fold. I'm not sure. It's close. Like, if he's calling with King Jack a lot, then we should be shoving aces. If he's not calling with King Jack, we should probably be checking aces. It's probably as close as that with all this. And Chidwick should know at yeah. this point, know enough about Greenwood to know if he's calling or not with King Jack, right?
1: Well, unluckily for Chidwick, Greenwood has the A six of hearts, but yeah. it does feel like a good bluff to me. Can we talk about this a little more, though? Yeah. Here's the thing I don't like about this bluff. I like that he
0: bets it. I don't like his sizing. Because it limits his range? No. I'm okay with him effectively moving all in. Okay. Because he has less than a pot anyway. I think he's trying, he needs to blow Sam off a king is probably what he's thinking he's got to do here. Yeah. Right? So I, I don't mind that. I don't like him betting all but one 5K chip at all. How, he bets 590 of his 595. How about betting 550? Yeah. Why not leave yourself... Why not if you get called, leave yourself a little something... So that way you can actually continue to play the freaking, like you right. have some. What are the blinds at? Remind me. Six,
1: uh, 30K big blind.
0: Okay. So we only, so but like leaving yourself a 5K chip, if Greenwood doesn't fold. It gives you a, still a chance, but it, not a huge you chance. You have a tiny chance. Why don't leave yourself a little more than a, one big blind? It's so much better yeah. in terms of like your chances to win the tournament. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know that there's any difference. Is it going to change the frequency with which Sam calls around? I don't think it will. I don't think so either. So like let's preserve some chips when it's all the same. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway, that's the only... that's So, that's my very slight bone to pick. I know, probably in Chidwick's mind, he's like, well, I was going to go all in and I actually save 5K, which is fair. Yeah. But if you're going to save 5K, why not save 50K, since it's all going to play the same in Sam's mind, I got
1: to believe. Anyway, that's all with that. That's my bone to pick there. Sam obviously isn't going to fold. We know that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Sam moves in, because mm-hmm. he has to. It is the poker law. He has the nuts. Yeah. And... Uh, so Chidwick has five K remaining, and he folds. Yeah, quickly. But let's talk about that quickly okay. for a second. Is it what's what's more valuable, preserving that five K, or the tiny chance that somehow you can be ahead with Ace Jack here? Okay. When you say tiny chance, though,
0: let's quantify that a little bit. And I understand we're sort of just making it all up. First of all, what's the prices actually getting?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. All right. So there's eight ninety five in the pot. When Chidwick bets five ninety and Greenwood matches it effectively. So it's another
0: 1.2, basically. So it's like 2.1, 2.1. a little less than 2.1 million. It's,
1: yeah, it's 5K to win 2.1 40, million. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so he's getting like
0: 400 and something to one here. That right? is so
1: crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 400 and like 18 to one is what he's getting. Okay, so that means he's got to be good like a quarter of a percent yeah. of the time. Little, yeah. little, little less actually. Yeah. Okay. How often do you actually think he's good when Sam Greenwood check shoves? Well, Chidwick obviously thinks it's literally
1: zero yeah. percent of the time. Do you think it is actually higher than than literally zero? I think anytime you get to like below half a percent stuff, poker is so weird, and you see people do stuff that you don't expect all the time. Like yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. Because we had a Poker Time episode that came out, and I watched it to see what we said and see what the thing was. And we have a player whose name is Wheel, and I thought I had a pretty good read on him as far as his sizing is concerned, And mm-hmm. that he has transparent sizing, bets small when he when he doesn't have it or wants to draw, bets big when he really has it or doesn't want his opponent to draw, that type of thing. Yeah. But then he got checked to on the turn when he had King-10 having called on the flop on a 6-7-10 board. The turn was a jack. And I said, well... I even said in the commentary, well, I think Wheel's going to bet, but I think he's going to bet kind of small because my estimation is sizing is kind of transparent. And then he bet pot, and that kind of shocked me, even though I know it happened. But watching it again Mm kind of shocked me again. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking, like, in poker, you might think you have such a read on somebody, and it's mostly true. Like, I think I'm mostly right about that read. But there's definitely times when I'm off, even when I'm pretty sure I'm right, you know? And that's not an exact correlation to what's happening here. But when you're getting 418 to one, what about the tiny chance that Sam Greenwood is on some level, some level where he's like, I can shove and it's going to work a lot. Like not a lot, but like it's going <laughs> to
0: work almost never. It's going
1: to work almost never. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is there a chance that there is a percentage of times when Sam Greenwood shoves here? Be, because like so unpredictable to know what people are going to do. Like we saw Sam Greenwood call on the turn, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. It's not the same. It's something we certainly didn't expect. Okay.
0: All right, I'm going to am seriously entertaining this okay. as a concept. Um, we know as Sam Greenwood that sometimes Sherwick is bluffing when he bets this much, right? Yeah. So in theory, the only question is is he bluffing enough that like it doesn't actually matter, we don't have to have a bluff catcher anymore. We can have a non-bluff catcher in yeah. theory. I don't know what we could ever have though since we call the pot size bet on the turn that would that wouldn't actually work as a bluff catcher all by itself. Um, but we could let's but let's say we can effectively have any two cards, right? Yeah. Um, we move in and he's going to fold all his bluffs and call with all his value, right? Yeah. Like, if, if he has king-queen for 5,000 more, he's, he's going to call chip. And he's going to like be like, nice, nice game. Yeah. Like, I, I lose, but I can't fold. Yeah. Even just because, right? Um, okay. So, on that level, I will say, this actually seems like it might be a profitable play for Sam Greenwood to bluff with. Now, Sam Greenwood would be shoving 600 to win... Like 1.5 or something like that. Yeah. So it'd have to get through. I mean, the thing is, anything marginal, Chibuck might call with, right? But he's not, gonna, so cheap.
1: he's not going to. He's not going to bet this size with anything marginal.
0: Here's the other thing, I guess, which is important with all this. This is a, we're talking about this as if it's like in a vacuum, but it's not, right? They're on TV. Yeah. These cards are being shown. They're all going to see this. They're all going to hear about it, right? Yeah. So. This could work once for Sam Greenwood as a bluff, and then he'll never get away with it again for the rest of his life, right? Then everyone will always throw the extra chip in. If there's, not that he faces as many bets anyway like yeah. this, right? But like, if anyone does it, they'll just always call 100% of the time. So he'll always get called for the rest of his life if he does it. Actually, that's another reason to bluff, honestly, to, yeah. to make this play. Um, huh. I'm actually coming around. I was expecting to be like, there's absolutely no way ever in a million years that... Greenwood is bluffing here ever. But now that we're talking about it, at some point, this is going to happen. In yeah. fact, do you know, um, Lingren and Negreanu back in the day. Oh yeah. I remember this story. Yeah. So they had this whole discussion of, of, of a similar nature and it wasn't to the point of like where Chidwick only had one 5k chip left, which is like an ante. Right. right. I guess they don't do antis anymore like that, but you know what I mean? A fifth yeah. of a big blind, a sixth of a big blind. Yeah. But, Negrano and Lindgren were pals, coming up together, and they like early high stakes poker days and all that. And they were talking about how there's a certain point where someone um, raises the river all in, and it's for so little more that the other person is obviously going to call that they can't be bluffing, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually had a discussion with each other about this. They may have even been roommates, I'm not sure. And they like agreed with that. And then they were playing in like uh, WPT or something like that, and Lindgren raised all in on the river for just like a little bit more and Negreanu comfortably folded and, and Lingren showed them bluff. He's like, you're yeah. the only guy in the world I can do this to because I, th- I know you know this. Yeah. Right? And so sooner or later, like these levels keep going, right? The way these players play and sooner or later, someone's going to have to make this play. Yeah. Right? Now, I remember way back when, here's another quick story, um, back when Mark Kroon was crushing the main event. You remember this? Phil Homie's friend, right? Yes. It was like five years ago. Yeah. And crushing the main event means, like, through three or four days or something like that. Um, But he was doing very well. He's a very aggressive player, blah, blah, blah. He's playing a hand against a guy where he, like, raises pre, bets flop, bets turn. On the river, his opponent makes the nuts and checks to him. Kroon bets all but, like, Kroon's got the guy covered. But he bets all but, like, 20,000 of the guy's chips. So the pot's, like, 850,000. And then the guy moves in, right, for just 20,000 more. And Kroon has king, queen, high, and calls. Right. Yeah, and I always have thought that was a terrible call, because like, who in the world? Some, some. No offense to whoever the guy was. Some nobody in the main event. Just like check, shove for his life when you, you know when he knows he's getting called. Like you, King Queen High is never good. Literally, right? Yes, I agree with that. Right. This is a different spot. It is. This is Sam Greenwood playing an iterated game against the best players in the world. Yeah. If he does this, it's actually going to affect not just now, but later also. It's going to work sometimes, and it's going to work later. Sam Greenwood could be bluffing here. Yeah. I've now come around to this is worth calling with ace with ace jack high. Except we have to think of what did what did Greenwood call the turn with? That he he called the pot size bet on the turn. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. That is a problem. He's gotta have Jack Ten of Hearts, but we have the Jack of Hearts. And Jack Ten of Hearts is a flush.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's a real problem. So it's almost impossible to come up with a hand that he could check-call pot size on the turn with that, that Ace-Jack specifically is beating. Even if we think he's... Sometimes the, sometimes is screwing around. It's like doing it with a hand that he thinks is no good. We should still be losing with Ace-Jack right now.
1: That That is a good point. I guess you, maybe you could have 9-10. If you can have Ace-6 of hearts.
0: I'm not sure if he can have 9-10. 5-6 or 9-10? Because... Sometimes, when, once the heart comes on the turn, now, like, Chibwick can have hearts. Yeah. For sure. And now he's got six outs instead of eight. Yeah. That's a real problem. Also, ace high at least can win at showdown a little bit. We're saying we don't. And it's possible Chibwick is not going to try and bluff when Greenwood calls the pot size bet on the turn. What about, what
1: about just the ace of hearts?
0: Just the naked ace of hearts. Yeah. But what's with it that Doesn't, he got here with? How did he call the turn with just the naked ace of hearts? Because the heart came. So now he has two hearts. Why do he call the flop? I'm just saying. Like, it's yeah. not easy to, it's not easy. He called a pot size bet on the turn with just the naked eights of hearts. No, that's true. It's just asking a
1: lot. It is asking a lot, but it's 418 to one. Yes. So, you know, I love price more than almost anybody. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's a very convincing argument right there that you just made. The, the actually what can he have thing that even if he's accidentally value betting. If it goes check, check on the turn, now we can call a lot more. That's yeah, Chidwick. but still four hundred eighteen to one, and let's let's play out these scenarios. Let's do it. You fold, you have one sixth of a big blind. That's not good. You call, you're usually out. Yeah, but even if you're worse than four hundred eighteen to one, that somehow you're ahead. Like the value of calling is so much better. You get two point one million chips
0: if you if you're right. I mean that's. That's what four hundred and eighteen to one means, though. Yeah. It's not better than that. It's that, right? That's that's what the value of it yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. Um, but your chip position is suddenly like pretty great, right? Now you've got now you've right. gotten almost pretty much a double up through Sam, which is amazing, and you've got a much better chance to win this tournament. On the other hand, if you're sure you're no good, even one out of every four hundred and nineteen times, which is what you'd need, mm-hmm. right, to be able to call and break even on this. Um, which is reasonable with ace high here, yeah. Because it was check pot bet call from yeah. Sam, then it's better to save the five K and hope you run it up. Like I'm sure you've done this. I've done it where you run up one chip mm-hmm. and actually like really win real money. Like I've certainly done that for thousands of dollars before. You know, I'm sure you have too, right? Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chirwick is like, well, both situations are horrible, but. I think Chidwick probably... I don't even know if he needs to win the tournament, but Chidwick like does, like gets back into the tournament more than 1 of every 418 times when he folds. Yeah. With his 5K chip, right? Yeah,
1: that's, that's true. So that's really
0: useful for him. That's nice. Now, the thing that's too bad for him is I'm sure they're doing big blind ante. Oh, yeah. Which hurts him, right? Because right. if it was a 5K ante from everybody, that's way better. Then he gets to you know, 9X his thing and said now he can only like... Triple, yeah or quadruple, I guess he can he can but he can quadruple it on one hand, the next hand he's got actually it doesn't have even have to be the next hand, he can actually fold a little bit now, uh, no he's under the gun, no, 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 he's in the big blind, the next hand actually, oh, that's bad too, so now he can just double from the uh
1: well that's that's another great argument for blind. leaving yourself more, especially yes. with a big blind ante, yes, right, like because then you can at least get the full thing if you if you leave yourself a full big blind, I think. If you leave yourself a full big blind, then you can get a full double. Yeah, at least yeah.
0: Um, it would be really important to know actually what the rules are, how they're enforcing the rules on big blind ante. So because there's some places that make you pay the ante first, and some places that make you pay the blind first. Yeah. I'm all for blind first. Me too. If they're making play the ante first, then this has no va- Then preserving that 5k isn't that valuable. No. Preserving 30k isn't that valuable. No, and 60k is valuable. 60k is where it starts to be valuable, right? Because um, that 30k, the reason why is of course. You put the ante out there, if you, even if you win the hand, all you do is get your ante back. You get that same chip back. You win no extra chips. It's, it's awful. Um, so hopefully they won't, Hopefully that's not how poker PokerStars is doing it. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't come up that often. But, no. Um, but beyond that, yeah, I think, I think he's supposed to bet less. But, man, this, this whole thing is just fascinating.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, ultimately, that he should fold, even though he's getting such an incredible price because of the turn sizing. Yeah. Makes it kind of impossible. He to be bets ahead. a third of the pot
0: on the turn, and Sam calls.
1: Now Sam can have yeah. all. Now Sam can have some draws some yeah. of the time,
0: and decide just to be careful against the under the gun range, right? Yeah. And uh, and then he sh- effectively shoves the river, gets shoved on, and it's like, well, could Sam ever be ever be messing around? Ever ever? You know. By the way, from Stephen Chibwick's point of view. Also, by calling even that once, and it's going to be famous if he calls because mm-hmm. he's calling with ace high in the spot where everyone's like, he's, he's never good, right? Everyone in the world, all the best players will be like, well, you can't do that play on him. Yeah. So we'll never have to do this again. He can fold from here on out when people do this, at least for a while. True. Which is kind of cool. Although right now he's folding anyway, right? But he doesn't have to worry about being bluffed. He for a while.
1: But, I mean, like, he should have left himself more, like you're saying. That's yeah. really a problem. You no, know, it's, a, it's a big mistake, I think. Also, Greenwood's calling the turn feels like a big mistake. It does.
0: I'm actually surprised Chiwick even I know, I, I guess I understand why Chiwick bet the turn. He's just like you have to fold everything but a king now. Go away. Yeah. And Greenwood calls. And then he's like, Oh, I can get you to fold a king, I think, now. Great. As long as you don't have King Queen, you're gonna fold now. And then Sam had a better hand than that. He did. Yeah, the nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was a better hand. Yeah. All right, well that was a weird one. Yeah, that's a really strange hand. Yeah. It gives my sunlight and all I need is one mic. You're not gonna show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by I'm about to leave. I'm sun I'm sipping on liquor quicker is what I'm not. We got one life and I took a minute to break but I'm back to claim the throne and going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it